Hello, everyone. This is WFLO Podcast. I'm here today with a very large crowd today. With Hopefully, we'll get a lot of feedback based on the topic we will have today. We'll have two topics. Today, I have Dakota, Louie, uh, Tanitra, Chris Seoris, Mike Jeremiah, Tonya, and the adults, Mr. Buddha, Ms. D, Mr. Kendrin, and Ms. Dawn. I'm Mr. Rice. And our first topic today is parenting. When I think, when I say parenting, this is what I mean. Nowadays, everybody seems to think that their parent is their friend, first and foremost. First and foremost, your parents are not your friends. That's that's the misconception that most most parents have in this day and age. So what we're going to touch on is basically uh Relax, sir. There I am. There I am. Yes, I am. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, we're going to feedback on the topic of parenting and the misconceptions that most young kids have today where they believe that their parent is more or less their friend as opposed to being their parent. Okay. So, with that being said, First question is, how does everybody feel in reference to parenting at this day and age? What I mean by that is, do you feel that your parent is more or less your friend in some aspects, or do you think they're more or less your parent, or a combination of the two? Anyone can open up the floor, the floor is yours. Okay, well, let me ask you a question, Louie. Now, when you, now, if someone was to come up to you, I mean, just challenge you on, say, one of your friends comes up to you and challenges you. You guys want to go do something, and then you say, "No, I got to check on my mom." And then that guy goes, "Yo, your mom stays on your back, man. You need to tell her to let give you some space." What would your reaction be to that person? Just because your mother doesn't love you doesn't mean you got to push that effect on me. So basically, we tr- you would try to put them in their place and let them know that they, yes. their level of where they see their parent is different from where you see yours. Yes. Okay. Now, now I'm asking everyone this, so I don't want anybody to think I'm singling anybody out. When you look, when you look to your mom, do you look to her as a parent or a friend? Overall aspect, when you look at her, what do you see her as? I see a parent. You see a parent? I see a parent first, and then I see a friend. In certain situations, it depends. Now, when you say... My parents are like my best friends, because I can tell them anything. Right. But, now, when you say that, now there's certain aspects to where I'm going with this. Because you'll have some who, you have some parents 
who will bring themselves down to the level of their kids to get the acceptance of their kids. Then you'll have the other ones who turn the other cheek, turn the other eye, turn the other eye, look the other way, and let their kid do whatever. Then you have one that's like the combination of the two. They teeter on the fence where they don't know which way they want to go. Now, does that come from... I won't, I won't even say the age because it doesn't matter what age the parent is. It's all, it's all the mindset of the parent. If you're going to be their parent or you're going to be their friend, you make that decision. Now, when now when you say different times, now, I know it, like in certain times, like when you need that person to talk to, yeah. Or you need somebody to get some, like if you want to get a, a opinion from somebody, you rather you get it from them first before you get it from anybody else. I'm taking it out of the box right now because that's part of the norm. What I'm saying is when you, like the parent, today's parent, modern day, mostly, because most of you guys are teenage, teenage, so I'm, I'm basically putting you guys in this one. And I want you guys to answer this. When you, when you look at your parents and you see the sacrifices and everything that they do for you. And then you, you still feel like you're like you're being unappreciated. I need to know where that mindset comes from and what makes it as if that you don't think that they're doing what's best for you. Because I have a flip side to that question, but I need one I need someone else other than Lou to answer that. All I hear is crickets. Um, I feel appreciated, really. I do. I think I do. Because I have... I think I have, like, a good family who would... who sacrificed a lot for me and who I... No, I try to um, keep them in mind whenever I'm going through certain situations. Like, what would they do? And I feel appreciated because they um, they always tell me like when I'm doing something wrong, and they always tell me like wait weeks. And when I improve, they always commend me on it and just say, okay, you did this now, now see see how you can improve that, make yourself better at it. And I feel that. But uh, they're good people, and I take their lessons to heart. Okay. Oh, right, well, let me channel this another way because it's like when I ask this question, it's like it sets some people back. Let me ask it another way. Now, do you see yourself in the pattern of being in the mind? Do you see yourself? as your parents when you get older? No. Then tell me why. Oh. Um. Being how they raised me, both of them, mm -hmm. it's... In certain aspects, I will I will put what I've learned into use as an adult, but I won't turn out like how they did together. And I just can't see it. No. Where are your parents in history? Because I'm telling. <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. But not now. When, Mother, father. Now when you now, now listen. So, now listen, listen, listen. Now when you say this, now do you, now when you say this, now this is serious. Now this is serious. Now I want you to listen to this. When you say that, do you see that based on the struggle that your mom that you see the that the struggle that your mom and dad had to have to, had to go through, and you know the 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 type of people that they are, and you know the hard work that they put in, and it's still to you, it's like still. 
Not enough. Not enough. Exactly. You see them, you see how they are like doing everything they can to provide. And you see how hard it is, even though you know the knowledge that they have, they still have to struggle to get that, get both of those dollars to meet. You see that. So what you see in that, is that why you feel the way that you do? You you look you know you invited them you invited both of them now there you go I want you to answer right there with them in front of you hold on I want you to see my face come on let's go while I'm sitting right here go ahead they right there go ahead yeah you gotta put your money where your mouth is on yeah you asked for them to be there they're right there give it to me come on what did she say. I asked, my question was, you know, do they see themselves like their parents when they get older? Uh-huh. And she she was going on, she was going into it, in which Buddha challenged her and said, well, oh, I'm going to tell your mom and dad. So she goes, uh-huh. okay, well, they're right there. So what does she do? Uh-huh. She goes and brings both of you to the, to the camera, and then she freezes up. <laughs> She was talking crazy about y'all, Mr. Wood. No, she, <laughs> <laughs> no, she Mr. wasn't. Mr. Woods, I'm not lying to you. She was talking crazy. Mr. No, no, Mr. Woods, now you know better. No, no. <laughs> now, Tanitra. She's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, see, the parent says this. Tanitra. He ain't going to be like us. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now I need you to. Like I need you to, in your words, what, with what you see, how how you how you would differ from when you get older. Gotcha. I say this: <laughs> me and mother have gotten sidetracked. Right. She's a little bit more focused. Okay. So she will definitely be different than us. Okay. At her age, I was all over the place. Okay. Mom all over the place. Okay. She's focused on where she's going to be. Well, hold on. First of all, I didn't hear that kind of snore. Okay. I wasn't well. So we trying to teach her. I don't want her to be nothing like me. I want her to be better than me, and so, so that's that. Again, different. <laughs> I approve that message. <laughs> Mic drop. I approve that message because Nisha is different. So, when it comes down, like I said, we both, me and me and mom, we're all over the place. You know, but we are, like you said, she's, we're trying to provide what we did for her not to do for that route. If she can get that, which she's more focused than we are, she's good. See, there you go. See, you had two. See how your answers came from your left and your right? See? see? <laughs> you have amazing parents to me, too. Yes, they are. They are. <laughs> they are. They are. They know they my people. They know they my people. <laughs> See you guys later. All right, now let's let's hear from somebody I ain't heard from yet. Prince Mike or Jeremiah or Chris. Oh, all of them on here or Chris. Or Miss Tonya, how would you, how would you, when you see yourself older, where do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? Um, I don't know. I see myself, okay, like as a parent? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't see myself as my mom's, like at all. I'm gonna be like the kind of parent that like... That like really just wants to be like. I mean, I'm gonna always have that like parent like mentality. Like I'm gonna still be like, oh, don't do this. Don't think you're comfortable. Like don't don't call don't call me sis. Maybe a little bit, little bit 
you know, when you're doing a little joke or something. But don't call me sis. Don't call me girl. You still want that respect for the parents. Don't, don't. Yeah, but I'm going to still be the type of kid that, like, wants to be my child's friend so that they know they can tell me anything and I'm not going to beat on them, yell at them, all that. And, okay. Like, cause like I see a lot of people that I'm friends with because their parents don't let them do certain things or give them that comfort. They do it sneakily. Like I know a girl, she sneaks out because she knows that if she asks her mom, she's going to say no. And then even after her mom says no, she's going to have a lot of questions about just asking to go do. So. She'll sneak and go do it, or like just a lot of stuff you just won't tell her mom. But it's hmm. like I want I want my child to know that if you want to ask me to go to a party, I'm just going. All of my actions. What time is it over? When are you going to be home? Who's gonna be there? But. Cause like I don't want I'm if I have a daughter I'm obviously not gonna want her around the whole bunch of boys that's not happening that's not happening um and if I have a boy I'm definitely not raising a whole boy so you can't be around a whole bunch of girls so it's just you want to be a strict parent no I don't not but at all you want to be a strict parent with not at all. um with cool tendencies with little with, with little freedom yeah but wait but whoa but do you but now, when you say that, that that's where see that's where the line teeters like this because in some aspects, when you say you want to be their friend, kids like to manipulate, so they can try to manipulate the friend aspect of it and tell you they might come to you with a question and always say and come to you and say, "Mom, you know such and such," even though it ain't got nothing to do with this person, and it's completely to do with you. And it's about, yeah. You'll ask on behalf of thinking it's that person. But you're really getting that information for you because you really don't want to talk to your mom about it because you'll know it turned to a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. That's where it goes from. See, this is why I say the line goes. That's where it goes from friend Yeah, but like, I'm mom. saying like, I feel like I always get like suspicious of certain things people ask me. So like if somebody is like if somebody randomly if my child randomly comes to me you remember you remember such and such da 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 well she da 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 and this 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 and I'm like oh, okay but I'm gonna still have it in my head like is this really about her or is this something you trying to say you done done but you not trying to say you did it okay but then but then but right there just the way you said it. It's still like you're right there teetering on the line of friend and parent, because it's like you're trying to get you're trying to get an answer. To me, it sounded like you're trying to get an answer, like right down the middle from both sides. Mm-hmm. Now, that, now in some aspects you can't do it like that. You want to you want to get it when you want to answer. You want a straight up answer, so you don't want to get yeah. half an answer from this this part and half an answer from this one. See, that's where I'm saying. Where where do you guys think the line goes from friend to parent? See, with me, and I'm quite sure he'll tell you, Buddha will tell you, I always was like more or less, I always came at him more or less like the parent. And, and he, sometimes he, sometimes he loved it, sometimes he resented it. But... It was, it was, I came to a hard line when he asked me certain things. I didn't give him a friend answer. I gave him a parent answer, which nine times out of 10, it didn't go well because he didn't like it, but he knew where I stood with, with certain things. So he knew if he asked me certain things, it would come on the father point and it would stay on the father part firm. But if it was something like off the wall or something funny, yeah, then I would lower it down to, you know, not all the way down to friend, but down to where I'm communicating with him on a funny level. But I'm still keeping that mm-hmm. keeping that respect factor there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Now, is that what you're trying to do? Thing, so the main you, thing for my child... Go ahead, go ahead. The main thing I want for my child is just for them to grow up with, like, a whole family, not dysfunctional, not, like, all over the place. Even to be separated, as long as we can both, like, be fully there, in a way, mm-hmm. it's fine. But see me... I don't really have that. I have my mom, and that's fine with me, because that's all I really know. So, I out time to time, but I just don't want that for my but then that goes, But then that goes into you with your decision that you're making, because you see how it is with you and your mom. Mm-hmm. And the struggle, you know, and how y'all go about things and how things work out. Nine times out of ten, you know it goes in y'all's favor, and sometimes it doesn't. But you see, you see the hard times, you see the good times, which sometimes get outweighed. So, but see, that's part of. See, you you being raised by single parents is almost like being in school in itself, because you start to see things. You see, you see things for what they are, and then you learn from them. Because if you see your parent going through it. You know when you get to that age, you get up to that age group, and you get up to that area where you having your own little family. You know if that situation arises, you know how to deal with it because you've seen it before, and you you know you prepared yourself how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So. Anyone else? There he is. Hey, I'll go. <laughs> okay, go. O C D in the house. You know what? Y'all gonna <laughs> I ain't say that. Go ahead, Miss D. I have friends in Ocean City. If I become no, when or if I become a parent, um, I see myself kind of being better than my mom because when she was my age, she already had two kids. I barely want kids, <laughs> so I see myself. <laughs> I see myself like not being like her. Like she taught me a lot. Like as a as an adult now, I can see what she was trying to teach me. As when I was younger, like I always rebelled against what she was saying because I didn't agree with it. But now that I'm older, everything she said kind of made sense, and she didn't want me to be like her. I mean, like she graduated, she kind of has her little career thing going or whatever, but. I kind of want to have my life established first before I even think about starting a family. I think it's a lot harder to have kids and then try to establish your life. Because it's like, you got to think about them and then you got to put some things on hold and stuff. So, you know. But not necessarily, Miss D, because if you got... Not necessarily, Miss D. If you got a good support system behind you, a strong support system behind you that wants you to succeed... Everybody, like, you know what the saying is, takes a village. So if you got enough people in your village that that are behind you and want what's best for you, everybody will make provisions to make sure you get to where you're going to get to. But see, that's the difference between the era in which me and Miss Dawn grew up in and the era of today, of the era of now. Everything was more community-based when we were growing up. It was like because like in the summertime, like Park Avenue, everybody knows how Park Avenue is. There used to be a summer camp every year at Park Avenue. There used to be a building there. They had games. They fed us lunch. They did all that stuff. Then they had community-based baseball, community-based. They had a couple back in the day. They had two, three football teams. They had separate basketball teams. Everything was competitive but it was community based everybody loved going against each other like right now it's more or less north and south Pleasantville is this big and everybody's related so like people my age see kids doing stuff now and then you go talk to the parent who you grew up with the parent has a problem with you (laughs) has a problem with you now, my thing is, that's where the teeter line goes. This is the parent side. This is the friend side. Parent, friend. Because that's when they decide 
you know, the kid's taking up too much of my time. If he's out in the street doing something, I can be doing what I want to do. Or if they're old enough, I'm going to give them money to go get Lucy's for me. See, if you do that, you're opening up a floodgate of that kid doing whatever they want to do, and you just going like this. Just go ahead, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, go ahead. Or if he's doing something out in the street and somebody calls you, say they were out there fighting. The first thing you're going to do when they come home is say, who was you fighting? You better have one. See, that's that big brother, little brother, big sister, little sister mentality right there. But I take it back to when we grew up, when we did it. By the time we got home, we had fought that person like three more times before you got home because the phone call had already been made to your house. So you had to clear that up before you got home. Now is they grab you by the shirt, take you outside. Wait a minute. Hold up. Y'all going to like this. Hold up. on my phone. Grab their phone and say, you better go out there and kick their behind. Tell me what type of parenting that is. My mom. But see, that's the but see when you do that, and that's wrong because that's setting the wrong example. But see, she wouldn't take nothing from me. She would just tell me if I told her about the situation. She, she was like, if she touch you, you better beat her behind. Or when you come home, I'm be your behind. I mean, I get that because we got that. But like the thing of I was told the same thing. As I was saying, it's a difference. The difference is today, instead of you got to get that, you, you got to clear this up before you get home, they're pulling this out. And then once they pull the cell phone out, then it turns into something completely different. It turns into world star hip hop. And for some strange reason, our race is the only ones that are 98% on world star hip-hop. Everybody takes us for a joke. You have some videos on there where your parents are out there fighting right beside you. Getting beat up right beside you. So this video, this girl's mom was watching her daughter fight. And then there, I guess the girl that her daughter was fighting, her sister was like talking to her mom reckless so the mom started fighting a little girl see and then this little girl it was this one girl she was inside this other girl's house i mean inside this um, boy's house that was her boyfriend or whatever i don't really know but then i've seen that video they was and they was sitting it was meeting and they went inside and busted her yeah and then she kept going back and forth with um his aunt but see, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that's what. But see, that's where the respect thing comes in. That because anytime you any see the whole thing is rule number one. Anything you have to you you got to respect your elders. That's number one. Regardless of how you may feel about the situation, which nine times out of ten you're at fault. But you have someone with authority coming at you to try to tell you what you're doing wrong, and you need to stop. And then you get an attitude. That's not, I mean, that, that's, that's where the respect thing was. Now, when we were growing up, when somebody said that, we let it go. Yes, ma'am, because we know that by, if we said something smart, by the time we left the presence of that adult, they would call our parent. By the time we got home, our parents standing on the porch waiting for us. Oh, you got smart with Miss Ma Miss Mary? No, nah, I ain't seen Miss Mary. Why Miss Mary just called me and tell me that you was just getting smart with her? That's the policing, that's the community base, that's the village that I'm talking about. We don't have that now. I agree with that, Mr. Rice. We, it's definitely not like that anymore. And then for some of the younger parents who are like younger ages, they like fight, they do things so much on social media, they don't realize that later in life it will follow them and their kids will see it like, oh, that's, that's how my mom was back in the day like my mom was like that like what kind of example are you really setting for your child when you're fighting on social media or you're shaking your like you know shaking your butt on social media what kind of example are you setting for your child who's right there watching you or who will eventually see you have done that later on in life exactly. like that's going to come back at them 
you don't realize that when you're older, it's, it doesn't really matter if it comes back at you. But what about when your kid gets older? It comes back at them. Now it's like, oh, wow, that was your mom or something like that. In this new, now it ruins yep. things for their child. Yep. And in this new age of social media, you got y'all got it bad because it comes up just like that. And all it takes is five seconds, five to ten seconds for it to be on. Where it'll be and for one person to click to save it. Or to click to download it. Then they got it forever and they can send it and it's in it's in the it's on the web forever. So you can say you got rid of it and you didn't get rid of it. It's there. And then say your friends see it. That's an that that's 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 an that's an impression off of you and your family. They'll look at you now. You got your friends looking at your parents awkward when they come in the house. Because they saw a video of your parents when they were younger and the stuff that they did. That's where the parenting and the friend thing stops. That's where that's where that's where you guys got it. And none of you people, none of you young ones are parents yet. And I thank you and I'm glad that you're not. But that's the thing. Look at everything. You have a lot of parents around you, a lot of positive parents around you, whether they're in your home, whether they're at the school, whether they're at the center, whether they're anywhere in your vicinity. What you need to do is put your television on them. Don't go for the parents that want to look, want them and their kids to look identical and wear the same outfits just for the sake of taking pictures because it's cute. Nah. Because as they get older, that's what the kid's going to expect. And then once the parent says they couldn't give it to them, the kid rebels. Once the kid rebels, what does the kid do? The kid goes out and tries to find a way to get it. Where does he go to get it? He goes out in the street. Even though your parent, he sees your mom and dad going to work every day. And they telling them they're going to get it for you. It's going to take a couple weeks. He don't want it in a couple weeks. Because he, you guys lowered the barrier to where now he's on the level of y'all being friends. So now he's not looking at you as a parent. He's looking at you as a friend. So now he's wondering why his friend ain't hooking him up and getting in them sneakers when he's looking on the wall and seeing all the pictures of them looking all good and they Jordans and they LeBrons and they Katie's and they Kyrie's and now they can't get it because times is hard and their friend can't get it for them. So they find avenues to go get it, which now they're mad at their parent. It's not their parent no more, so they start treating them like they're their friend. They ignore them. When they call them, they don't want to talk to them. When they see them in the house, what they do? They say, hey, man, come here for a minute. Man, I got stuff to do. You go in the room and sit down. What you do? You call your boys or you playing on the video game. So this is what you got to do. Once you you guys got to learn how to differentiate, stay the child. Don't don't try to be the friend. So he's going in right now. You know what, Mister Mister Sir? I'm just, I'm just. I have a story. Go ahead. I have a really quick story. Go ahead, Tony. Okay, so. You know how you was talking about how, like, when your child sees, like, a video or something that you, right? Yeah. Okay, so in the school that I used to go to, I forgot what the video was, but this girl's mom, there was a video of this girl's mom, and everybody kept asking her, like, one day in class, we was just chilling, we was on the iPads, playing Subway Surfers, all of that, and... I was like, somebody came up with a video. It was like, oh, this your mom, this your mom, that's your mom, right? Like, that was just stuff coming up to her all day. And it was just like, she was crying because it was like, she didn't think nobody at school would know that was her mom. But what had happened, like, a couple weeks before, we had, like, um, uh, a heritage like celebration mm. so everybody and their parents brought food and stuff and we all had like different tables in the gym and mm -hmm. her mom was there and so i guess a couple people remembered what her mom looked like and after that it just was crazy just see but she and, wasn't the name after. yeah and you see but do you see how that came back on her mom like her thinking that that 
would never come up or nobody would ever pull that up or nobody would think of that and it pops up and now everybody has a reaction of her mom so now they have the reaction of her mom and now there's a re now they're thinking she's a reflection of her mother is that fair no all that comes from actions in which they did when they were younger they then, then then like i said when you get older it's the friend thing every day they, they want to be the friend parent but you can't do that not not in this generation you definitely can't do that because like i said you guys have too much to go to too much too much mechanical stuff that y'all can go to at the drop of a hat and it can get turned into anything from anybody so one thing is parents we gotta learn to learn how to stay in our place if we if we're the child okay by all means stay in a child's place if you see your friend telling your their parent to do whatever just look at them sideways be like all right White let me see how that works for you because you know that's not gonna work for you at your house so don't try to do that don't even try to emulate that don't even think that my mom used to think if, if she used to say if she thought i was thinking something she would say something to me. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to another conclusion. I would like for other people to say something. Thank you, Mr. Rice. You, right, you, right. Nobody else is I mean, I didn't hear nothing from any of the rights. I didn't hear Sayores. They called his hand up. I'm just trying to talk for like a whole... I'm sorry, Dakota. Go ahead. Yes, please don't ignore the whole thing. Thank you. That's the life one to hold up the whole conversation. You went in. Go ahead, Dakota. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, which question was it again? If you yourself as your parents. Yeah, like based on based on reflection of your parents. When you see yourself when you get older, do you see yourself as a reflection of your parents? Now, if you want to go individual, you want to go one and then say one to another one, you go ahead. Yes. Yes. Okay. As a parent, I see myself as mother. my mother and father, but for some ways. I my mother as, um, I'd be okay with my kids, like, like hanging out like with their friends and stuff, but they gotta have like certain things in order to hang out. Like 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 who you gonna be with and how you get into it and how you get home. Aside from that, like they can do they can still have fun but they still gotta be home at like respectable time and stuff. And their grades have to be good. For my dad, um probably like have that like relationship like he has with me. Like we normally like we don't talk about nothing serious really we just like joke around all the time and stuff but we still got that like um like when it's serious time like we talk serious and stuff but most of the time you spend like having fun and joking around so you see yourself as a combination of both of them you see yourself as being a combination of both of them yeah yeah but i don't abuse that like friend line like i mostly respect the parent side most of the time like, cause I know when to be a friend. I'll be no one to be a friend and then be a parent. Like, if it's just like every day, like we just talking, then I'll be like my friend. But like, if it's serious, then I'll start being a parent. Now, is that how you see your relationship with your mom and dad? Yeah. Cause you know, at sometimes, you know, Miss Dawn, you know, when she. Starts breathing fire, you know what that means. You know, yeah. <laughs> Got to be the good child. Yeah. Now, now, what, what? Now, let me ask you that trait right there with her. When you see her, on on, do you want that trait? Because you see how that you see how that goes for her. You see how that works for her. Mm. Now, do you? Would you? Would you want that trait? Or would you want the trait of your dad when it comes to that part of it? Um, I'll say my mom's trait. 
my dad's way my dad's way more like and stuff in the graces. I'll take my own straight <laughs> Leave my brother alone. He's a good dude. He's a good guy. Alright. Okay. I hadn't heard anything from the right boys at all. I'm like upset. Okay. Maybe we should call. I'll call over there and see what's going on because they just logged on and never said anything. Well, Mike participated a little bit. Mike participated a little bit. Chris did. Chris showed something. But Jeremiah came on and they said nothing at all. Okay. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we hit everybody. Say, Oris, I guess it's just a willing participant to be in the background like she loves to be. Uh,. Lou, are you okay? Yeah, no one asked, but I don't want to say anything. Yeah, because I, I was saving, listen, man, I'm saving the best for last because you know when it comes to you, you're very entertaining, so we got to end it with you. Yeah, uh, they in here high. So by all means, sir, the floor is yours. Wait a second, Mr. Rice. Did you hear Miss um, L? She said the boys are over there hiding. They're hiding? And, and I just told them to get one. They're hiding? Thank you, Miss L. Thanks, L. Wow. Okay, Louie. The floor is yours, sir. Don't you admit yourself. Now, do you remember the question? You how do I see myself as like a parent? Now, no. The question is number one. First question, part of the question: When you see yourself, when you see yourself older, like when you first, do you see yourself patterned out as either parent? And if you do, which one and why? Mm. Either which parent? I'm. Really, I think I see myself looking like my dad, but having the mentality of my mom because my mother is like a kind-hearted uh well-known person and uh, back in all the other places where we live a lot of people well knew me and my brothers because of my mother and father and like our reputation and so like wherever we went we'd always be like we'd have a little bit of respect and we'd be treated nicely and the way that my my mother has treated me and my brothers as we as we were growing up has always been respectful and kindful. And like I can see myself being that respect respectable parent, like being the type of parent to care for my children and not only like restrict them, because my mom's not she's a little bit restricting, but not that much. She 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 at least allows me to leave the house when I need to and have to. And basically, I would like to be that type of parent, but then I also have to realize uh, with the with our generation, there's a lot of new and more danger out there, and wouldn't wouldn't be okay with just letting letting my child just go. Like I need to know who's going with them, where are you going, and how far it is. And then just in case, you know, have me come with you. But, um, yeah, back on the aspect, I see myself as a respectable parent, as a kind-hearted. I'll be there for my child, and not just my child, my child and probably their friends. I'll respect them, I'll treat them as my children and well care for them. Now, let me ask you a question, Louie. Now, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of something you just said. You said that you would be, you want to be like your mom. I love that. Now, would you say, now, you wouldn't take any traits from your dad? Uh, most likely. Yeah, there are traits from my dad that I would, would love to actually, uh, inherit. Like, uh, traits, Because, uh, like, Knowing my dad, cause like when I like as when I was younger, I always thought like, cause I know like kids always think of this as their dads, but I always thought my dad was some type of like hero, 
because he always knew, like super, like he always had like, some type of power. Because mm-hmm. he always knew what was wrong with me, what happened to me, and always knew like if I had a problem, didn't know the answer to it and can solve it. So I'd love to have like that trait for my father. If, like, if my child had something wrong with them and they weren't talking, I could instantly know what's wrong with them, what happened, and basically why they hurt and trying to shut me out. And to be honest, my father, he's always done this for me. And because on my father's side, it's me and my three brothers. Because we have a fourth brother that still lives in Hackensack. And down here, my mom only. My mom gave birth to me and my two brothers. While I, on my dad's side, have three brothers. And um, so basically, yeah, most of the things that I would like to inherit from my father would have to be like his ability to know what's wrong. Um, how kind he is, and how, my, my father's a problem solver. Like if he, if there was a problem, he has to take care of. He would not instantly, but he would know how to diffuse the situation and diffuse the problem. And like seeing myself, I kind of know. I kind of inherited some of that because I know I did diffuse some situations that get heated, and that would happen. That would lead to bad things. So yeah. Now. You said something again. You said something in reference to your mom only lets you go out when you need to, when you have to, right? Yes. Now, I'm going to open... You're going to... I'm giving this question to all the kids. It's a simple yes or no when I call your name. And there's a reason I'm taking a poll when I do this. Now, when they do that, do you consider that harsh, number one, and they're being too harsh and they need to give you space... Two, they're looking out for your best interest to make sure nothing happens to you. Or three, they're being petty and they just want to leave you in the house. Louis, you start. One, two, or three? Two. Two? Tanitra, one, two, or three? You want, them all, you want which ones they are again? Please. Okay. One is they let you, you know, they do. You think it's petty? No, three is petty that they won't let you go out. Two, they being extra because you know they 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 being extra. Brown line, they being extra, and y'all don't like it. You want to be out. And one, they being protective, and they want to they want what's best for you. Three. Three. Okay, Tonya, one, two, or three? One and two. One and two. Dakota, one, two, or three? One and two. One and two. Chris, one, two, or three? Huh? One and two. One and two. Buddha. Six. My dad is very... Me, like, uh, um, I would say just one. <laughs> Get off my phone, Miss Dawn. I'm gonna ask you about your parent. One, two, or three. What happened? See, you have dead. All right, listen. I got it. These are the these are the these are ones. All right. The question is because it's come down to parents, the way parents are gov- parenting right now, as opposed to when me and you were growing up. The question is. Now, how do they most parents? How do most parents feel about their? How most kids feel about their parent when they was growing up? One, were they being too harsh with them? No, one when they told them could they go outside or not? One, were they being too, making sure that nothing happened to them and they were keeping their best interests at heart? Two, they were just being mean. Three, they just told them to do whatever. What did my parents do? Absolutely, can't wait to hear this one. Well, my birth given mother, <laughs> she and she cared. My grandparents, they were just, uh, they cared. They were free loving spirits. Yes, they were. God bless them. God bless them. All right, got? Jeremiah, one, two, or three. One. 
Uh-huh. I heard you was hiding. You better come from hiding. Miss D, one, two, or three? One and three. I'm almost scared to ask Jaden because he'll say, like, number eight. Jaden, do you know what number we were talking about? Say what? What number would you give him, Buddha? Then it's zero because he has freedom, okay? He gets oh, my God. I don't know why I put him in this. Wow. All right. Okay. I have everyone. Wow. I, I don't know why I asked him. I don't know why I asked him. I don't know why. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, one thing I do want to let all you guys know, though, don't always think that your parents are, are are being mean to you, especially in this day and age. With everything going on with you guys, you, you guys are becoming an endangered species. And you're only doing it because of each other. Parents are trying to keep you guys safe. We want, we want you guys to grow to be our age so you can experience life as a whole. We don't want you to be a story for up to 17, 18 years old. You didn't even grow yet. You're still, a you're still a baby flower. You didn't blossom. So when your parents come at you and it's not the answer that you want, please take in heart and take in mind that it is for your best interest at heart, especially right now with the way everything's going. We look out for y'all because we know what's coming next. We weren't born yesterday. Just based on how we grew up and how the y'all generation is now, we know what the next step is going to be. So if we're trying to prevent you from doing or getting into that situation, take it to heart and just be plentiful that you have somebody that cares enough about you to stop anything from happening to you. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your time and attention. This has been another WFLO podcast. It was a real good discussion. We went a little over time, but it was well worth it. I would like to thank everybody on the panel. Good job, everybody. At this time, I would like everyone to bid a well, a good day, and a good night. There's Tanitra. She's whooping. She's whooping, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm Mr. Rice. Again, we want to welcome. We wish everybody a good evening. Why am I welcoming everybody? We're done, aren't we? Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. We'll see you next week.